said... Uh, so what, a, somebody put on Facebook, what? Someone wrote online that you... Hey, guess what? You can clean your 78s by, like, putting wood glue on it. There's like, a, letting it there's dry. There's a YouTube and then, like, video showing somebody do that on vinyl. They, they cover the record in wood glue, let it dry, and then pull the wood glue out. It's supposed. To, it's the stupidest way to clean oh a record I've God. ever heard. But they're just saying, like, the, it's like, this will work, and it won't damage your record. Like, isn't that cool? Kind of like a novelty thing. Yeah. But then, like, someone posted it online, and then... John wrote something like derogatory. He's just like, you know, that's I just wrote that's, that's the stupidest idea. thing I, I've ever heard. That's a terrible idea. And I mean, you, you got to figure, even if it worked, right, which it, it clearly can't. Right. Can't work. <laughs> right. But even if it worked, I, I said, like, well, what, you know, why don't my recommendation to you is that you mow your lawn with a razor blade. I mean, that would work too. It's completely inefficient and crazy, but, you know, it would work. You can paint your house with a toothbrush. You know. Now, wood glue, I think, would actually you're in danger of really damaging the surface. Well, of course, that's it, too. And then that's this, really the, crazy. I don't, why this guy was arguing that it's water-based, so it's, it's not oh going to hurt the record. God. It's like, are, are you insane? Wow. How about washing your hair with rubber cement, dude? Try that. Yeah. I, I strongly recommend you wash yeah. your hair with rubber cement. But it was funny seeing John get so upset. Because like, like, we couldn't get up the internet. He's like, I have to post this on Facebook. I, he was like, I have the perfect yeah, comment. Before it goes away, I have to write it. He has to. You know why? Because <laughs> he's because, crazy. No. Because people are, are going to, if people follow that advice, there's going to be a lot of damaged records out there. Somebody might take a Charlie Patton record and put wood glue on it. It's like, you know? I it's can't nuts. believe I get involved in these like, yeah, Facebook yeah. threads. Yeah. So I was like, I like, know it you know, shouldn't I, bother I, I, me, but it's I wrote it's something me. like, you know, that's a really bad idea. You shouldn't do it. And then all these people who know nothing about records or 78s are like, it's, it's a great idea. It would work perfectly. It's water-based. Blah, blah, blah. I think I'm going to try it. It's like, uh, you know, uh, aside from the fact that you're going to damage records, it's a terrible idea, blah, all that. It's so inefficient time-wise. You can clean records with soap and water perfectly, you know. I mean, can you imagine taking liquid all your dish records soap. Liquid and covering dish them soap. in wood glue? That would probably cost you around $1,000 of wood glue, and you'd have to let them all dry probably for a day or two. I mean, can you imagine <laughs> the, the man hours and the insane... If you let the wood uh, glue I, I dry on there, I can't even it's going to... It's going to tear up the surface of the record of getting it off. There's no you way heard to it here first, take it off. It, that's, that's no nuts. wood glue. That's nuts. You might as well brush your teeth with wood glue. That's just nuts. Exactly. If it's water-based, then brush your teeth with it. You get all the plaque off your teeth. <laughs> Wash your hair with idea. it. I should make a YouTube video of me putting wood glue on my teeth. You should. Letting it dry it. for like a day. You and should. then pulling it off. And I don't have to go to the dentist anymore. I mean, you should. I can, I can fill my cavities with uh, grape juice. Would you clean your windows with wood glue? I mean, what the fuck? What are they talking about? That's not... Well, but that's the internet for you. It's just full of nice That's shit. the internet. Yeah. But there's right. also good stuff. I mean, you got to uh, sort it all out. That's the problem. Yeah. It's just a dense jungle of yeah. like good stuff and bad stuff. You got well, you got well wood glue. Well spoken from a man who's never been on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not quite true. Yeah, you know, I've, I, I've seen it. I have a, a secretary who <laughs> I write letters by hand, and then she sends them. She types them up and sends them on the e electronic mail. Yeah, that's like the telegraph machine. That's really good. That's like the modern version of like you know, send, then, sending something by wire. Then she prints them out and gives me the printouts, so I don't have to actually, you know be a, a victim of the machine itself. You could browse the internet but anonymously. I'm, I'm privileged. I'm in a privileged position. I, w I, I can afford a secretary. What? If you browse the internet anonymously, I wonder if that's where like all the missing 78s are. They're like in the deep web, in the dark net. 
Hey. Go on there, you could hire an assassin and buy the missing Willie Brown. That's where it's all going down. Ay, ay, ay. Alright, I've already lost what control. What is she talking about? I have no idea what she's saying. That's the way it is for me 24 hours a no, day. No, you can like, browse the internet. When you browse the internet, about. anyone could see what you're doing. Like, but I'll write an email to someone and it'll can? be about cleaning my record with wood glue, which is a really good idea that I thought of. <laughs> and then, you know, when I, next time I log on to Facebook, there'll be an ad to buy wood glue. They read your, your mail. Anyone can. The government, not anyone, but like. Oh, the, right. The, the Bohemian NSA. Grove people they read it. And <laughs> the Bohemian Grove, right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. if you browse anonymously with like a certain browser, then no one could see it. No one could see what websites you visit. No one could see anything, which makes it open for like a lot of illegal stuff going on. But also like some people from countries where like they'll get shot for posting something against the government. They'll post on there. They'll have a website you could only get to anonymously. If you're using an open browser that's public, then it, you, it won't load up. It'll say it doesn't exist or whatever. So, Okay, so... You lost me. This <laughs> is uh, John's old-time radio show. That was uh, the lovely and um, informative Eden Brower talking about the dark re- web. God damn it. And uh, <laughs> we're, we're back in um, an undisclosed location with our, our buddy R. Crumb with his records. What's up? Eden is wearing her, her terrific Roman sandals, which look what really great on her tough the, little legs. What about right. that dress? Damn. She this is Aileen's dress. My baby's got it all. All those buckles and straps. Super That's sweaty. Dang. Yeah. Man. I like these. I don't like sandals that much. They're too hippie-ish, but I like these. They're too hippie-ish? Yeah. These are cool, though. You ran me around the world for two years looking for those sandals, mm-hmm. and then they got in fashion the and everywhere. Now she doesn't want them anymore. No, mm-hmm. I do want them. I wear these every day. <laughs> Yeah, where, they're real you. Where'd those come from? Mexico? They came from, uh, God, it was either here or New York. It's all the buckles and straps. You see that on a, on a girl cool. with a nice figure, lots of buckles and straps. They That's have ones that go up to here. Buckles and straps. It's arousing. They look yeah. like boots. That's what the people want. Like that, yeah, straps. I point out for the that audience. That record, I Want to Be a Real Cowgirl, you ever hear that by the go- Girls of the Golden West? Oh, yeah. I want to wear the, something about. So they talk about wearing lots of buckles and straps. That <laughs> record. <laughs> right, so w- what's our our show theme today? We never actually discussed what we were doing today. Well, I don't know. We discussed the possibility of we playing old time string bands, country string bands, and like focusing on that. There's string bands that are genteel, even though they're quite rural. Right. The, the people are doing it are somewhat genteel. They're They've had some a little bit of schooling. They play a lot of waltzes. They're more polite. They probably have nice starched white shirts and neckties on while they're oh, yeah. performing. And then there's this like shit kicker bands that you can tell yeah. these guys feel like sweaty dirt, and and gritty out of the mud. And they they drink a lot and they they probably have violent lives and all that. So like the Carter brothers and so you could make an interesting comparison of that kind of between those two things. I don't know how interesting that is to the audience. But well, as I told you before, I don't really care about the audience. That's why I do this show for free. And uh, the audience can kind of, you know, <coughs> kiss my ass, I guess. Hey, audience, fuck you. Yeah, fuck <laughs> you. Out but there, I mean, all you. Oh, we just lost them. Well, we lost this is going well. Thousands of If this was listeners. a live call-in show, they could call in and guess which band they think it is, like the fancy one or the lower class. The genteel one or the shit-kicker one, right? 
part of the 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 pleasure of doing this this show is that I don't have to even remotely consider what the audience does or doesn't want. If I did, we might as well just play Lady Gaga. I know what they want. Just look at Bill. On Bill. the other hand, right? You really don't want to bore them. What's the point of doing this if you're boring them? I mean, oh. there are lots of stuff on the internet that you you know some nerd showing you his like collection of comics or something you know, and here here's my copy of you know spider-man number 10 it's <laughs> pretty clean and uh, i put that down i think we looked at some stuff like that yeah john made that video of himself a long time ago he doesn't want to talk about it what? <laughs> <laughs> but it's a joke joke man l- let me ask you a question are you bored by listening to your records <clears throat> well no well, I'm not bored by them. Now, Eden is going to be bored by this show. <laughs> Why would you say that? So two-thirds of <laughs> Why us. Why would you say that? Because you say all the time you hate country music. We're talking about doing a show on country string bands. It's not true. I, I hate certain. I don't hate it. I'm just not that fond of certain country You're music. You're bored by it. You play. It's a <laughs> yeah. little boring. It Here's what's going to happen. Like, like, don't I, play Oh, Susanna. Don't play that song. Right, don't I play Swanee wrong? River. You're going to be bored. It. Is what I should have said. Stephen I mean, Foster. You don't like Stephen Foster, is that it? Yeah, Maybe. she hates Stephen Foster. Swanee Rivers. Oh, Susanna, you're talking Stephen Foster. American classics. Yeah. All right, listen. Here's what's going to happen. We're going to be playing these old records. You and me, or John, are going to be completely, like, just deeply in some, like, other world listening to this music, and we'll look over, and Eden's chair will be empty. <laughs> She'll be gone. She'll just disappear. You're, like, no disappearing one knows where she <laughs> No one knows what she does. She you don't see her go. You don't no. see her come. She's no. just gone, and then she's right. back. And then, like, at some point, she'll be back. You'll look over, and her, she'll be back in the chair. Yeah, I agree. But, you know, just going back, like, I don't want to, um, you know, insult the, the audience, but yeah. the way I look at these shows is I, I'm doing all this for free. This is a lot of work. This is like Who work. asked you, though? Yeah. You know, you're do- why are you doing it? What, what, what's, yeah. what do you get? Some kind of ego gratification, right? I guess so. Some kind of ego gratification. It's fun. And also, like, the main thing I get is I go around to, you know, people like you and, like, uh, other guests like Don Kent and other people that I've had on the show. And I get to hear their records and then go back and listen to them again. I mean, some of the stuff that you play, I have no no other source to hear from here. So I either Mm -hmm. can hear it one time or I can hear it hundreds of times. And and you've gotten gotten cards and letters from, from listeners out there who also are amazed by stuff they never yeah. heard before. Email, brother. Email. Cards and letters was like 1885. Thank you for all those cards and letters, you <laughs> folks yes. out there in Some Radio Land. Wait, I hear Pony Express outside the front door. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah but... I've been to your show a year ago, and I'm writing to tell you how much I like it. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I feel like there's probably a handful of people out there who really enjoy the show. The a phones are ringing as we speak. Yeah, <laughs> a, a bunch of other people who are just like casually uh, Telegrams are coming in. Probably not that interested. So why should I cater to the people who are casually interested, just the thrill seekers and the, you know, bored, uh, oh, let me check this out. Yeah, cool. Now let me go listen to Eric Clapton. Why should I cater to what they want? Right. That's okay. you got a specialist audience, right? So you're not too worried about boring them, right? You got a bad attitude, no, my friend. A bad attitude. I do all this for free, for for no reason. So you it's always a, have to be paid for everything you do. Do you in give life? like your contact information for those out there who might have seventy eights that they would want to? Like, Why are you asking seven? that question if you already know the answer to it? <laughs> Why don't you just say I am using this show to help me get records? What's wrong with that? <laughs> Nothing. I'm not saying I'm not getting anything out of it. What right. I'm saying is, why should I censor, change, or cater the shows to what I think a mainstream listening audience would like? That's not what I'm doing it for. Absolutely. Have you have you gotten records Absolutely. from the show? 
What? People contact you about 78 from Sure. Yeah. A few times, yeah. I, I got some great African records that I shared with this guy because he was nice enough to do You're African my pal. shows last year. <laughs> and I got some, one time, this was a couple of years ago, a woman uh, contacted me with amazing Cajun records. <laughs> I mean, I got Dennis McGee's, Amadeo Dwan's, just the list goes on and on and on. And all, all in anywhere from, you know, the typically trash Cajun, but, you know, up to pretty decent condition. You know, it's few and far between, and then I get 10,000 emails about Bing Crosby records, but whatever, I can delete right. those. Like, okay, well, let's play a record. Yeah. Enough talk. So that's the theme. That's exactly. The theme. So so what are you going to play? What are we doing? You're going to play the, a genteel string band, the Greens okay. string band, doing glide waltz. Okay, great. Fiddle harmonies. Green string band from Kentucky, right? Yeah. Zeit. Okay. Now we'll <laughs> compare that to like a, one of these kind of rougher type bands. We'll play the. Okay. 
<clears throat> the Georgia Crackers. Okay, what are you going to play? I got a gal in Baltimore. Oh my God, what a great record. <laughs> now, this is one of those records where there's only a couple of copies, right? Yeah. Or, or is it a test pressing? Or No. I it's a record? Yeah, I think there's more than that. I guess it's not that rare. It's I not, think not real common, but... I think you're wrong, my friend. I think really? it's extremely rare. Really? Yeah. Oh, and I own it. Yeah. So that other band, they play that waltz and the bourgeoisie to dance to. Well, not the bourgeois necessarily, but, you know, yeah, pe- people dance to that. Like that green string band? Yeah. yeah. Who do you think they play to? Farmers. They're, yeah. they're hicks, but they're just kind of a little more refined. They're not the rough type that's just like, you know, they're not the gets sea drunk squatters. every night and, and yeah. They get up every day and, and go to work. Fights. I feel like I heard that song on like an episode of Little House in the Prairie. Maybe. And they're dancing in the barn. But, you know, there was a lot of farmers and rural people are not necessarily, you know, just like rough, hard-ass, crazy, drunk, you know. Yeah, of course. It's like anything else. Yeah, they, they go to church on Sunday and wear their, and, you know, they're proper and, you know, some of them even had some musical training and pride themselves on that and being having some schooling and all that, you know. Yeah. It's all kinds. But, you know, people tend more to think of the, you know, the rough stuff that's like more romantic and exciting somehow. You know, it's like people, a lot of people like rural old-time blues because it's associations with this rough low-life scene, you know. Oh, yeah, of course. Exciting. Okay, here's the Georgia Crackers. <laughs>
didn't go. Get all women under my control. They don't wear no Sunday shoes. They don't wear no Sunday shoes. Good ending, good ending. Can I take a picture of that label? Yeah. What do I gotta do to get a copy of this? It's kind of a voodoo thing. You take a picture of the label. And you think it'll it, come? It, it will actually help the record come to you to have that visual, the power of the mind. He, he's putting out that energy into the world, thinking about that record right. so much that it's going to yeah. find him. It, it, it's true. Yeah, I believe in the people's energy. I have the same thing. I've got to see the label of a record that I don't yeah. have that, you know, this hot to me like that. I've got to see the label. It helps the record come to me. I know it. Yeah. yeah. See, that's kind of like a like a, a, a Wiccan thing or something. So that's some of that voodoo shit. Do a, it's like doing a spell. I believe in it. Man, that band is good. Let's play another genteel one. All right. Just to but keep the comparison going. Do you guys think we should have like a little crystal seance to try to get yes. records to come to us? Let's do a seance. Yes, yes, yes. This house is so believe haunted, me, no one will let me do a seance. You're already completely deep in the voodoo of getting records to come to you. You don't need crystal seance. You've already got the esoteric voodoo of that together completely just because you're so highly motivated no we so need I a Ouija I don't know whether that's a compliment or a Let's put get down a Ouija but I feel like it's a compliment it's kind of both <laughs> yeah you know, it's, it proves the level of your obsession which right. you know, may not be healthy it's kind but of pathetic you know that that means you focus so much mental power on on getting the, to those records on you know transversing the time and space between you and where the discs are <laughs> That's how it works. That and the magic of eBay. So you like you like that record better than the first one? Hell yeah. Because she's a shit kicking kind of gal. Yeah. They sound like they're drunk. It's like sort of like it's party music. Out of tune. Sort right. of yeah. yeah. So it sounds and also it had singing. You know. Great tune. Great lyrics too. I don't want to hear some waltz. I got a girl in Baltimore Street, come run right by the dog. She don't wear Stop. no Sunday shoes. She don't wear no, yes, she do. <laughs> so tell us about your uh, vacation here in France while he's pulling a record. What have you been doing other than sleep tell, all day? Tell people, sleep all day. I got about four Did hours I say last that or night. Think it, oh, yeah. four hours. So stay up all night. I stay up all night. Yeah. I'm having a good time. Me too, man. It doesn't matter if you're tired here, it's different. Let's listen to McLaughlin's old time Melody Makers. Oh, yeah. Another kind of genteel band. Yeah, on the rare vocalion label. What do you got there? Should we listen to Hilarious Zeb? Yeah, absolutely. This is a genteel song, Hilarious Zeb? Yes. Well, the huh. song's like See, a comic song, but the band's like a genteel band. Okay. Cause yeah, this is probably like a, you know, kind of old time minstrel type shit.
It was good. I liked it. You like that? Mm-hmm. Fantastic band. Oh yeah. Oh my god. That's that's a pretty rare one too. Even though now you're gonna claim it's not rare, just yeah, like it's, it's a hard to find one. It's you have hard that one, right? Yeah, no, no. Yeah. I I I, I only have the McLaughlin's Melody Makers mm-hmm. on Victor. Nothing about Callie. Really, really rare. You feel when they're laughing, you feel like they're laughing at you. Laughing at me for not being able to find the record. Yeah, it's possible. <laughs> what do we got here? This is this is the the Faustian deal you make when you get obsessed with records, though. Yeah, you know, What's you get. You have to get involve yourself deeply and personally in this pursuit of records, which is is kind of unsavory, not real healthy. But that's how you get them. That's how he gets rare records. He's completely his whole being is focused on getting those records. That's that's <laughs> not healthy, but that's how he gets them. Yeah. That's how they come to him. Uh, the the evilest guys, or the guys that are really evil. That's not an evil thing to do. It's just probably not healthy for him. It's like. The evil guys are the ones who do that for the money because they're of the prestige and the money aspect. That's that's evil. Yeah. That's the people that buy the comics and they don't. They keep them in the bag and board. Yeah. They hang them up. Right. But you have the same thing with records. People buy the records but never listen to them. Yeah. It's not about the music so much as it's about the prestige of owning something that they know other people covet. That someone like John's whole being wants that record. And they have it. Yeah, I mean that—that's maybe the sickest like personality on the earth, right? The people who just—they—they they actually are not interested at all, but they want it so you can't be happy. Mm-hmm. Like it, it just goes—it goes back to what I always say. Like there's there's two kinds of people in the world. There's the kind of people that bring you up when you're feeling down, and the kind of people who bring you down when you're feeling up. There's people who just at the core of their being is nothing but misery, and they can only be happy. When they can somehow contribute to other people's well, that's unhappiness. The, the myth of the vampire is, is basically a metaphor for that type of person. So it's a blood-sucking person. Up. They just want to suck your blood in any way they can. Yeah. You think they personally have a vendetta? They're like, oh, I'm going to buy this record so John Hennigan well, won't it's not ever a, no, get it. No, 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 no. No, it's not a vendetta. That sounds it's like not against, no, not that's not a, what I'm saying at no, all. No, no. Are, are you listening? Do you listen when I talk? Let me ask you one question. Can you answer that? <laughs> What? Exactly. <laughs> no. W- w- oh, what her what chair I'm, is empty now. What, what I'm saying <laughs> I is, understand. I, I, I don't have any problem saying that I, I pretty much consider myself the type of person who doesn't want to cause other people like suffering. I never thought that way. I never looked at life that way. But I recognize at some point in my life that there's a large part of the population who actually that's all they want to do. You know, I, I know I know people who, who have admitted, who have told me that they're yeah. not happy unless they see other people being miserable. They're, they're, they're miserable people themselves. Well, of course. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's where but it starts from. Fortunately, I don't think it's think a, that large of a percentage. Fortunately, God help us if it was there was more of them. But well, there's enough of them to, and they can cause a lot of trouble for the rest of us. So you think Maybe that you think it it's they not a large percentage because havoc. it's you like one rotten apple in the barrel can cause a lot of trouble. You know? Right, right. It's like that. If but you went on the internet, you would think that 99 percent of people are evil. 
Or you could post anonymously, you know, oh anonymous posting under anything and say whatever oh. crap you want. It's I have horrible. to say, but the, the birth of the oh. internet does change your perspective on that stuff. And it's probably, oh, it's probably you know, like not accurate. But, like, you know, you, you post anything like on a stupid Facebook thing or whatever. And there's always three or four people that jump in and just start attacking you. Or if and it can be anonymous, like on YouTube or even more. They call them internet trolls. And they, they just want to cause trouble. Wow. And they go from thread to thread writing like fucked up shit just to rile people up well because they can get away with it nobody can get to them they can't they can't be yeah uh they can't be reached so they don't have to suffer any consequences for that yeah yeah okay now we're gonna listen to another shit kicker record oh yeah this is the lewis brothers oh boy this sally get, johnson doesn't get more shit kicker than this no this is you played this for me the other night and pointed out how bizarre the guitar playing is yeah. which as much as I own this record I listen to this record I of course love it right and I never really noticed how just really unique and bizarre oh, the yeah. guitar playing was until you pointed it out which is strange for me that's usually the first thing I would notice I think they were from New Mexico so that, that back in those days in the 20s that was like still the frontier it was New rough. Mexico huh yeah. I didn't realize that I think so they recorded in El Paso huh 29 along with the White Mountain Orchestra and Oh, Billy I should, Maxwell. I should play that later. It's a great band. I don't In know El Paso, Texas. Yeah, and the, the, this, these guys. There's only two of them, but they're they're just, they, you know, they obviously play for dancing. So you know, they play loud and very, you know, it's, it's rough. <laughs> Thank you. 
Yeah, what a band. What an incredible record. <laughs> two guys. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. It's just two guys. <laughs> you know that the crowd they played for, you know, it's probably kind of a rough crowd. Yeah. Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> what do we got next? Well, you suggested it's a good idea. Big Chief Henry's Indian String Band. Yeah, what a what a great band. And they're they're somewhat genteel, and, and uh, even sort of sophisticated. Actually, they play sophisticated yeah, very sophisticated. chords. Yeah, these guys almost sound a little bit like they've listened to jazz and stuff. They're a little bit urban sounding, actually, a little bit. Hmm. You know, they they sound a little a little more schooled. We know that you have all three of their records because you made yes. it known through uh, comic illustration. <laughs> And you have all three of them also, right? Yes, I do. Thanks for asking. <laughs> so which one are you going to play? What are you, what are you Choctaw hear? Waltz. Oh, I love this. It's one of, the, one of the great, great waltzes ever recorded. Absolutely.
Eden's chair is empty. That's what I was going to say. And that was a great time to talk about her. Exactly what you said was going to happen, happened. She's gone. Did you yeah. see her go? No. I didn't notice. I was absorbing the music and I look over. It's quiet over there. Nope. Oh, chair's empty. Yeah. <laughs> now we can talk about her. <laughs> yeah, but she'll hear it at some point. Yeah. If she's listening. Does she ever listen? That's the question. Yeah, does she ever listen? It's a she fair does, question. Actually. That's not fair. She listens. Yeah, yeah. You pick on her, but she actually does listen. Do I pick on her? Yeah, you do. But I do. Ah, well. She's your wife. You gotta pick on her. Okay. What do now, you got there? Blues in a bottle. Oh, my God. I'm gonna get a picture of that label. It'll come to me. <clears throat> this is another rough band. Prince Albert Hunt's Texas Ramblers. I didn't even think of these. This is about as rough as it gets. This guy's like... 20 years old or something he sounds like he's like like had 30 years of like hard living <laughs> i have that i found <clears throat> that original photo you know of him in the, the right. military with his that's friend. right his uniform he died young didn't he i think he, he died at the age of 23 yeah, or something really like young. that wasn't he shot or something something violent like that yeah something violent <laughs> prince albert hunt this is about as shit kicking as you could possibly right. get <laughs> Chickens don't use nothing, but they 
masterpiece. My pony run. Clean copy there, Mr. Record Collector. <laughs> yes, it's quite so. Speaking of obsessed maniacs, how, how'd you acquire all these records? Just, <coughs> just through perfect enlightenment and um, well-adjusted by crook, nature? Of course. Hmm. Going to Chattanooga, see my pony run. Yeah. <laughs> Chattanooga. <laughs> Prince Albert Hunt. Okay, then. Next, we'll hear a, a very sweet, genteel record. I love this record. Oh, yeah? Crockett's Kentucky Mountaineers. Oh, hang on. Uh, it's um, a, a waltz. It's a waltz, huh? Hold on, let me think. What, what are you going to play? I don't know. After the Ball. Oh, After the Ball. Do you know that one? Yeah, I have it. Oh, yeah, this great. beautiful fiddle harmonies. Beautiful. Yeah. Cool. Makes you cry. Almost. You guys yeah. are crying. But almost just brings a tear to my eye. Down your face. Almost as pretty as the lovely Eden, who just somehow got back in the room. She just suddenly uh, materialized in that chair over there again. Yeah. I heard a. Uh, I could hear blues in a bottle. Yeah. It's a good one. In my head. 
I'm uh, contemporary musicians that could that would do that, be willing to do it. Well, it'd be hard to find people who'd be willing to do it for sure. But shifting lanes here, back to uh, some rough-sounding band. This is uh, Crockett Ward and his boys, Deadheads and Suckers. Masterpiece. Deadheads and Suckers. Yeah. Deadheads and Suckers. How can you live? Graveyard outshines the sun. Yeah. Anybody out there thinks they know what that means? Get in touch with John Hennigan. <laughs> I feel like I know what it means. Well, what do you think light it means? In it, that's the graveyard. The dark side is calling, and it outshines the sun. You know, the light in the light graveyard in the outshines the sun. Like that. That's taking over. Like, like there's more. There's a, a mass amount of death. Or just like the draw, the uh, of the graveyard outshines the, the the bad outweighs the good. Yeah, that's. I think that's what he's trying huh. to say. Huh. Well, that makes sense. Like yeah. The graveyard. That the 
Yeah. I think these guys are from Texas. Yeah. It's Bob Skiles, Four Old Timers. Great band. And uh, a, I sense a slight German influence in this band. Yeah. It's so the only example I can think of, you tell me if you can think of any others, of the string band like this with uh, tuba. Tuba, yeah. Although, like, in the photos that I collect, you see a lot of horns with these string bands Sometimes, in old yeah. photos. Yeah. Ones that, are, that never Rarely records, recorded. Yeah. Maybe because it was difficult to record. They, they nah. No? I think that the record companies just had these, like, categories, you know? And yeah. If you didn't fit in that, they kind of didn't know where to put you. They, they already had early marketing that, you know, if you didn't fit into it, you, you were done. Right. Yeah. So, this is a tuba, piano, banjo, and fiddle. All right. Uncle Bob's favorite, this is called. <laughs>
had an experience broke. in El Paso. Yeah, but that's neither here nor there. Old El Paso. Huh. They thought I was a, mm -hmm. a prostitute. Why would they think that? Because that's where the prostitutes are. I was eating in a soup kitchen with my boyfriend at the time. Uh -huh. And all these hookers were gl glaring at me. And I didn't really know they were hookers. I mean, they weren't dressed sexy. They just looked like meth addicts or something. Mm -hmm. But they were glaring at me. And I was like, what's going on? And then someone's like, they think that you're like the new... The new girl in the town. The new, the new meat in town, and they all don't like you. And you I had long dreads. You. I was filthy. We just got off like a freight train. Right. Did not look like I was, but they just thought. Then when they came up and talked to us, they were like, oh, we're traveling through. We're eating at the soup kitchen. And people walked right over the border from Mexico to eat at the soup kitchen. Then they had to run back. Huh. And uh, <laughs> so it was really crazy in there. And, uh, but then they, once they found out I was just passing through, they were really, they, they were really nice to me. And they were like, oh, one of our Johns gave us, instead of paying us in money, they paid us in fruit. Do you want some melons? And I was like, <laughs> I guess so. I didn't really want it. And they gave me, like, all this, rot this huge rotten watermelon, this huge, like, cantaloupe. And I had to, like, eat some of it in front of them. And I was like, this sucks. I left there with, like, oh, a lot of rotten fruit and no dignity. Yeah. <clears throat> I have a book that's a whole history of prostitution in El Paso. Oh, really? Yeah, going all the way back to, like, the... When the town was first started in the 1860s. What's, wow, that sounds great. 1850s, What's that called? Called the Gentleman's Club. That was <laughs> the name of one of the brothels in the in the heyday of actual brothels. There's huh. no gentleman in El Paso, Texas. Right. Yeah. It was okay. not a good place to be. But the border thing was interesting, people going back and forth. When was this? This is like 20 years ago. Damn, you're aging me. Oh, um, sorry. Yeah, I guess it was. <laughs> well, you still get carded. People think you're under 18, so you're doing pretty good. Mm. Well, we're coming to the end of the show. This was a fantastic show. I love this show. And I'm just wondering if anybody wants to take time to apologize for suggesting I only do this show out of, like, having a super ego, <laughs> pure vanity. Um, you know, it's not necessary. just wondering. You know, no one suggested that. That's your own conscience. I think someone said it outright, yeah. Who, Robert? I, uh, I'm not saying who. That's I have that. two lovely guests here. I'm happy to have them. I'm, they can say whatever they want. There's no censorship on the show. So you tell Personal me. attacks on me are perfectly acceptable. Are you saying really? your feelings was hurt? What I'm saying is... My feelings was hurt. What I'm saying is... You're no mercenary. See, the thing is... Here's the problem from my perspective. Is that both of you, both of you, you guys, you don't work. You don't understand. <laughs> This is a hey. lot of work. Robert works. He he <laughs> so doodles here and there. Hours and hours of editing he after doodles. the hours of setup and making this happen, and you know, it's you know, you realize how much work signing my name is. Oh I have to sign gosh. my name. You have like to sometimes sign Sometimes hundreds of times. That is work. That must be like that really tedious. It's like awful. It's punishment. That is punishment. Don't you want to just sign a different name sometimes? Like, like Sir Elton John. Like, and uh, <laughs> Silkscreen Prince or something like that. So what do you have to sit down and do? Like hundreds of those? Yeah, hundreds. Thousands sometimes? No, I don't do... I ref I used to do a thousand. I won't refuse to do that many more. But, you know, hey. I work. Come on. I'm a working stiff. Opening up all that fan mail and reading it. It's work. Oh, boy. Do you know how many paper cuts he has? Oh, that goddamn From email. opening up? Jeez. Accepting and all those. Once in a while, I still do a drawing. That's work. I work with my hands. I mean, it's not you know, rough labor. You don't get calluses, but you know. Okay, clearly, what's happened here is now I have attacked you because I my feelings were hurt. Okay, we all know that's what's happening. And you know why your feelings were hurt? Because you have a big ego. <laughs>
<laughs> God, your feelings I, are so I big. Actually, touched a soft spot, a sore spot there. You feel a little like you know uh, exposed there, John. Yeah, I guess that's probably true, but I, I can't help but feel like I'm, I'm doing like a great service. Well, you for are people. actually. You it's are like doing an immense service. amount of work that mm-hmm. I don't need to do. <laughs> I own a lot of these records. You need to put ads. So you're telling me that you do this completely out of like altruistic feelings, just to to no. uh, no, uh, bring this wonderful music to the world, so that y- young people out there who are s- culturally starved and all they've got to listen to is "God Help Them," Lady Gaga, and shit like that. So you bringing them something that's like actually has a deeper cultural resonance that actually takes them back into the their ancestry it actually enriches their their realization about the world they live in is that what you're saying yeah (laughs) you know it's funny more power to you dude lady gaga has a song out it's just about that exact thing she does no (laughs) that's not the only reason and I always thought the selfish reasons I was doing this was to try to generate more records for me. Well, but I, I didn't realize it was because I had a, a that, huge ego. That never even occurred to me. Well, nobody's perfect. I guess. <laughs> John, everyone has an ego. My ego makes me think I am perfect. So, well, I guess that's a shock to ego. me. You don't. You don't have a huge ego. Come on, you know. My ego compared to yours. Makes yours look puny by comparison. It makes yours look like a hot dog stand, and I'm the Empire State Building well as far as ego goes. Are you saying that because you think it's true, or because yeah. you think that's what I want to hear? No, it's true. Yeah. You have a huge Robert ego. Robert has a huge, huge ego. Huge ego. You do. Yeah. I walked let's in the other that. day, and he was yeah, by himself, would, and he was I, just I patting say. himself on the back. No, let's looking let's, in the mirror. Let's not talk about that. Let's listen to a, one more record. <laughs> I wouldn't think of you as someone with a huge ego. Well. You're Often, pretty humble. Oftentimes, people with the biggest egos are the best at putting on the humble pie act. So, really, you think you're smarter and better than everybody else? We're all absolutely, idiots? absolutely not. Not, not, not everybody's an idiot, but you know, hmm. it's hardly anybody that I consider as smart as me. Hmm. Definitely not, John. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I hate it when I when you know I'm wrong about something boy I hate that you know what uh, i think i'm going to stop you here i don't think this is good for you to be saying let's <laughs> <laughs> edit this part out consider you my friend um i don't know i don't think this is good you know if i get a uh, art magazine or anything like that uh, the first thing i do is scan it for any mention of my name really <laughs> that's normal sure that's normal big I mean, you're you're bloated ego do you know stuff. how many hours she spends on the internet every day searching Bull, that's bullshit. You always say that. I never search myself. I was only kidding, but I don't think I've ever said that. You say it all the friends. time. I do. You're like, oh, she Googles her name. I don't. I already know what it's going to say. Because you've Googled it so many times. Well, I have it on Google Alert. So when your name comes up, our band name comes up, or my name comes up, I get an alert about what it is. Uh-huh. Unfortunately, what it is is John Fahey's version of Take a Look at That Baby. Oh, God. That's what I get. How's that? I, I never heard it. idiot. I don't know. I never clicked on it. It's not the same so song. Much. I'm like, oh, oh someone, song. someone oh. wrote about our band, and it's always like John Fahey. And John I, I, I actually know thought he did that song, so I clicked me. on it. So it's oh, a yeah. different mm. song. Mm. That guy was an idiot. Mm. I don't know why people like that guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we got to focus here. we got to focus. This is uh, Ben Informative. Thank you for, for having us. This is a wonderful show. We did this under um, partial uh, equipment. Duress. To get this out for August 1st so that I, I didn't miss uh, another first of the month show, and I appreciate that. 
It's a Thank great you. show. I love the show, and I don't care if anybody else likes the show because I have such a super ego that I no. do it for me. You don't have a super ego. You have a piss-poor attitude. A piss-poor attitude? Yeah. Really? Is you that start you out the show by saying, I don't care if anyone likes the show or not. But I, say, do, say, I, I don't. I, I why hope that why should show? I be one of those phony entertainers that goes, hey, uh, I hope everyone's having a great time out there. I hope you really enjoy the show. Yeah, I, I don't like care. I mean, if you like it, that's great. That's tremendous. That's what I'm doing it for. But the way I see it is 90% of the time it's going to be predetermined before you listen to it, wh- whether you know that you like it or not. And then there's a few people that may find this. But, and that's great. That's, that's why I'm doing it. That's phenomenal. I'm trying to share this music with people. I, I don't expect or hope the mass public is going to enjoy it or, or care or give a shit I, I'd have to be a fool to think that Maybe listen, should be more listen. why should I play down listen. to everybody I mean we're already doing the show here's the show what I mean it's great this music is phenomenal this, this show is a great example one record after another just smash you in the face these great rural string bands that come out of the mud these great upper class string bands beautiful music harmonies blah 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 now I have to tell you how great it is oh I hope you enjoyed that wonderful <laughs> fiddle harmony by the Crockett that's cool. Now coming up next, we hope you love it. I don't care if you love it. You either love it or if you do love it, then great, fantastic. You're a smart person. If you didn't like it, you're an idiot listen, and I hate you. Listen, listen. <laughs> no one's listening to this show because they're too busy trying to get the wood glue out of their fucking 78s. They're exactly stupid right. enough to go on See, internet and clean up the the problem. wood glue. You do understand the problem. You're only trying to chastise me for your own amusement <laughs> now i understand I that's okay that's good that's good that's perfectly acceptable but come on let's let's be professional we love the audience we love you out there yeah we love you we love you especially you i you love you me. audience i need you for my super ego <laughs> tell me how great i am via telegram and postcard you dumbasses raven send you a raven so all right, so anyways, back All right, back one, to the show here. One more record. One more fantastic, right, great right. record. This so is, tell us about it. This is the uh, last shit-kicker record we'll play. This is right. Williamson Brothers and Curry doing The Fun's All Over. Oh, my God. Well, one of my top favorite yeah. bands of all time that can okay. do no wrong. And as for the audience, so long for a while. We love That's you. That's all the songs for a while. We love you. We love you, audience. Thanks for tuning in to John's old-time radio show. Ooh, that was nice. Please join us next time, where John will chastise you, call you stupid, and say fuck off. Thank you, and good night. Well, that was I'm great. I'm, I'm going to use that in every Boy, show. Every show is going to end with that from now on. That's had, boy. Yeah, that was a beautiful yeah, radio nice voice. Boy, that that announcement is going to end every show from here on. Really? No kidding. I okay. like to talk on the radio. Thank you.